1: We are here at 612 3rd Street? Yes. There we are with the worldwide headquarters, which most people don't know or many people may not know, of Spin Sheet Prop Talk.
2: Fish Talk. Start Sailing port, Now port and Port sailing. Book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys are a huge boating publisher here in Annapolis. Yeah. But – the exciting part is is that you've been around, and I don't want to say forever, because you're definitely not that old, but it's- uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty old. Uh,
1: but you, you guys have been a staple in the Chesapeake Bay Boating Community for 20- 20...
2: We uh, we launched Spin Sheet in 1995. So we're 24 years okay. right now, yeah. And uh, then we launched Prop Talk in 2005. And we, PortBook, we didn't create. PortBook's been around for almost uh, over 40 years. But we purchased Port Book about ten years ago, and then we just started Fish Talk two years ago, and um, oh, and Start Sailing now is um, I think eight or nine years old, which is our annual publication to try to get people into sailing.
1: Now, okay, so Spin Sheet is the uh, the sailors I don't say Bible, but it's 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 the it's the sailors magazine, and you you see this everywhere. It is distributed free. It's in marinas. It's in uh, like convenience stores that Mm -hmm. are in bay centric. Areas for the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. And it's all about what's happening here on the Chesapeake Bay.
2: It is. It's all sailing all the time. Uh, we distribute, actually, from Hampton, Virginia, up through Havre to Grace, Maryland. We do send to some places that are geographically challenged, um, up into Philadelphia. That's, that's and that sounds like a
1: great euphemism.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, for people who are off the bay and can't pick it up for free, we will do subscriptions. Um, and we do go to some West Marines up and down the East Coast for the snowbirds, for people who go down to Florida in the winter or, or up to New England in the summer. But yeah, we, we cover racing and cruising and all the things that are going on on the bay totally from a sailing perspective everyone who's writing for us is a sailor they sail the chesapeake but most of us were born and raised here on the chesapeake
1: so what was the genesis pie it what, what what in 1995 did you figure and and i don't think i we introduced her. We just talked about this is mary uinston who is the, <laughs> the, the founder and the publisher and the uh editor and the the, the vacuum cleaner operator and everything else here.
2: absolutely yeah um, well, my friend Dave Gandall and I started Spin Sheet, and we sailed together, or we raced together on a J35, and there actually, there used to be a publication called Rags Magazine that was a free publication for the whole East Coast. It was based here in Annapolis, and the idea of a free sailing publication was a really good one. Their idea of trying to make it the whole East Coast, it sort of wasn't big enough to be national, and it wasn't small enough to be local, and so... They failed. Um, and Dave had worked for Rags, and I did some ad sales for them briefly before they failed. Um, while I was, I had been a teacher and I was trying to decide what I was going to do next, had taught for three years and um, Smart thought enough. I wanted, yeah, well, I loved <laughs> teaching, but I was, you know, I was in my early 20s and thought, I don't know if I'm going to teach forever. I want to try sort of going, maybe wearing a suit, which is funny because I, I haven't needed a suit right. since, right. but I've dressed up more as a teacher. We, we were inspired by my dad. He'd just gone on his own and started his own law firm with a partner. And he said, you guys could make your own magazine. But we knew we wanted to keep it local, Chesapeake Bay, so that we could really cover the faces and the boats and the people and the places. Um, Rags, which was a great publication, they just tried to do too much in too small of a um, publication.
1: Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, And, and it was just well-received when you launched?
2: Absolutely. Like from the get go, um, the community was super supportive. I mean, there were some of our, our first advertisers were terrific. We walked in and told them we wanted to make a magazine. And you know, did they want to be part of it? Oh, yeah. And we said, Oh, and by the way, we need you to pay for the ad up front so we can pay the printing bill. And <laughs> they were great. They really they embraced us. They they believed in having something for the sailing community here. And it, it was because of that support. And then we just got out to went to rendezvous and regattas and showed it to people. We distributed it for free, and people really embraced it. Lots of people just they they saw the value in what we were doing, and also um, I think we've made it a big difference for the sailing community to have something to you know the internet was just getting started there, so there there was then there wasn't a, a way for sailors to get sailing information, especially not locally. Um, the capital had a good sailing page for Annapolis. But, but didn't
1: do much for Rock Hall, or didn't do exactly. much for anything south of here, or yeah, e- even West River or, or whatnot there as well. Yeah, because you do, like you said, you do get local, and uh, you know, your definition of local and mine are two different things. I mean, I'm more Anne aroma County, and you're the Bay, but I get that. But I mean, you know, you get in there and you get the faces and the names and the people, and you and and you get the stories, um, and and the tales of the Chesapeake Bay, and really over the last twenty four years, you've been able to you know create a, a sort of an encyclopedia. Oh yeah. Of of everything that's that's really sort of gone on. I mean, you you cover you know you cover safety. You obviously cover some you know new builds and uh, and yeah. and whatnot that goes on there. And uh, one of the offshoots of this is your crew parties or your your yeah. cr- your crew matches, which is uh, perfect because if you don't own a boat and you would like to own a boat or maybe check it out, you can you offer these crew parties. Up and down the Chesapeake Bay,
2: yeah,
1: um, and it's just sort of Match.com for pe- <laughs> it- people with Helly Hansen's and. <laughs> It and, is. And docksiders.
2: It is. I mean, once you once you're a sailor and you've kind of met people in the sailing community, you can always find somebody to go sailing with. But if you're new to sailing or new to the area, you know, it's short of going and walking the docks and trying to introduce yourself to people, which is hard. And creepy. Um, yeah, and a little <laughs> creepy. You know, people might think you're a little bit odd. Um our crew parties, so we do four. We do one in Hampton, one in Solomon's, one in Annapolis and one in Baltimore. And we literally put stickers on people that say, looking for a boat or looking for crew. And we put pictures of the boats up on the wall, and we try to introduce people just to get them into And it's for cruisers and racers. And as you said, it's a matchmaking but for going sailing. And, I mean, that's not to say there aren't some people who have ended up being couples out of sailing. I sure. Mean, I met my husband at a regatta party. That's, wow. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I think that um, – We really believe that everybody feels better if they get out on the water, and we want it to be accessible. And there are a lot of ways to get out on the water without spending a lot of money, but to somebody who's not in the community, they may not know that. So our crew parties, our Start Sailing Now, in fact, in um, in Spin Sheet every month, we have a Start Sailing Now column, and we just try to play up all of the events that are open to the public. To try to get more people out there. Well,
1: it is. I mean, the socializing doesn't necessarily have to happen on the boats. Obviously, it does. Right. So it's, uh, you know, we can, we can be a little bit of a landlubber and, and do it as well. And and those are also open to people of varying degrees of experience or non-experience.
2: Absolutely. And when you go to our crew parties, I mean, you see people ranging from their 20s to literally to their 80s, people who've never been on a boat to people who have done transatlantics i mean you just get a little of everything
1: well sort of um ties into your um start sailing now publication Mm -hmm. which uh you seem to be just this giant cheerleader in blue jeans and and a patagonia (laughs) (laughs) sweatshirt but to to, you know for sailing and the the chesapeake bay and i mean you've mentioned this three or four times in the 10 minutes that we've been speaking about you know getting people together and getting them out there sailing now we've got the start sailing now and let's Get people out there, and I think that that's that's really good. The start sailing now, and, and this is a new publication that I didn't realize that you guys had. But I mean, it appears to be a uh, okay. Now I'm interested in this. Right. What now?
2: Yeah. So um, it, we so we created this. Actually, uh, it was sort of a brainchild of Dave Gandell, okay. who and um, Molly Winans, who is mm-hmm. our editor, and everyone on our team got together and we we talked about. Well, what does somebody need to know if they don't know anything about sailing? You know, what do they need to know about what kind of shoes you wear, what kind of gloves you wear, what kind of clothes you wear, where you would meet people, what kinds of questions to ask about finding the right sailing school or community sailing. And so we have a website. It's com. It's part of our spin sheet site. But we also do this free publication. It's 24 pages. It's distributed all over the Chesapeake Bay. I mean, it does. It talks about stuff like what kind of words people use for sailing, Right. You know, what does it mean when, when a boat is heeling over? Right. What's jibing? Yeah. What's tacking? Because there's this weird sailing language that if you don't know it, it's a little intimidating.
1: I know. I know. If you went off of like uh, wedding crashes, I mean, you come yeah. out with the yachting clock and,
2: you know, right. and,
1: and all, all these words and had no idea what was what was going on or Judge smells at the... Uh, exactly.
2: <laughs> you know, Rodney Dangerfield, you scratch my anchor. But <laughs> yeah, but it's sort of like the way that I feel if I go to a really formal dinner party. It's like, oh my goodness, am I going to pick up the wrong fork? Or am I going to not know which order you do something. And we don't want people to feel that way about sailing because it's not that the language is meant to be exclusive, but it sure doesn't mean anything to someone who's never been on a sailboat. If that's you true. say, grab that sheet and grind it in. Well, what
1: yeah, that maybe. Yeah, right? This is not quite what I thought. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's not meaning to somebody, oh, that rope that's lying there, wrap it around that Winch, the winch and- which you may not even know what a winch is right. if you've never been on a boat and never done anything with construction. Right. So, yeah.
1: What's the best way to get out on – for somebody new to get out on the water that you've seen after all of your experience? I mean, obviously, is it the, the going to a party and just hooking up with somebody? Is it maybe – I know the schooner Woodwind does mm-hmm. the, the public yeah. tours is that yeah. a is that you know a good good taste of it or
2: I think anything like the schooner the Woodwind yeah 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 <laughs> or the yeah go do the Volvo Ocean race um I think things like the schooner Woodwind any day sailing kind of opportunity um for example at the um, Annapolis Spring Sailboat Show and the Annapolis um boat show in the fall they have something called first sail and it's an inexpensive way to go out they, they teach you in the classroom for about, I think, 45 minutes. And then you go out for about an hour sail. I think getting a little taste by getting a ride on a sailboat. Do you like the way that it feels? Does it, does it scare you a little bit? Is it interesting? Do you think it's boring? Is a good start because um, – and there are lots of um, sort of day sailing boats you can go out on. I think in an hour or two, you can get a little bit of a feel for it. I think that's a great thing. Chesapeake Region Accessible Boat and Crab, they do Mm -hmm. free sails where you could go try sailing. Some of the local um, community sailing programs up in Baltimore, they have the Downtown Sailing Center. So I think that's an awesome way to do it. Coming to our crew parties, terrific way to do it. But you have to find somebody at that party who will take a complete beginner. And if you're not sure about it that, you know, you don't want to sign up for a week-long cruise, try it for a very short period of time. And then if you like it, there. um, I think sailing lessons at a sailing school are spectacular because a friend who's teaching you sailing… They may not remember all the things that they know to tell you. True. And uh, the sailing schools have a protocol. And they remember to tell you how to wear a life jacket, what it feels like if you fall in the water, or what to do, that the boom's going to cross and might hit you in the head when you're tacking. If you're just going out with a bunch of friends That's for a Friday nature. afternoon, they might not think of that. So, True. I mean, it's a great way to do it. But I, right. I, I'm a big believer in sailing right. schools. Yeah.
1: Prop talk. And that yeah. that came out, and and you said, okay, well, we did this with sailboats, and we've got those irritating little people with motors out on there that we need to <laughs> we need to talk with them.
2: Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because I would always describe myself as a sailor, yet um, I spent way more time on powerboats as a kid because we could go wakeboarding and water skiing sure. and tubing. And so as soon as we were old enough to drive powerboats, that's what we did. And we could run our powerboat up the river to you know go into downtown Annapolis and go to the Market House. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing that we could do before we could drive cars. But there in the Chesapeake Bay area, there are roughly nine powerboats for every sailboat. And the Chesapeake Bay area has a lot of sailboats compared to the rest of the world. I yes. mean, there are way more powerboats than there are sailboats. And um, people tend to – it's easier to get into powerboating. People tend to view it as more like a car. You know, you turn the key and you start going. Sailing has a bigger barrier to entry. And um, so we wanted to expand. We wanted to reach um, the power boaters. One of the segments we have of Spin Sheet is we have a club directory, So, if you have a kind of sailboat, like a Hunter sailboat or a Beneteau sailboat, there's a Beneteau club and a Hunter club. And what we found is that by promoting their events and writing about them, those groups grew bigger. And people who boat in company do more boating. You know, it's you've you've signed up to meet somebody. You don't say, "Oh, I have too much housework." No, I'm meeting that person. I'm going to do that on Saturday. And so we wanted to establish the same thing for power boating. and prop talk was a ton of fun. It's a totally different language, again, mm-hmm. you know. And we went to powerboat rendezvous, and they have things like poker runs and <laughs> and um, a lot of raft ups. And power boaters have a much larger range that they can get to over on a weekend. Sure. You know, on a sailboat, if you are to if you leave Severna Park on your sailboat for the weekend, you might go to St. Michaels for the weekend. You you know, if you're really adventurous, you might go up to Baltimore for the weekend. But a powerboat, or you, you know, in two hours, you can be. In you Baltimore. can get so much yeah. further, and so it's been. It was really fun for us to start something new.
1: Now, does Prop Talk cover the same area it as? Does. Okay, so they're side by side next to each other and all the distribution points from...
2: In a lot of the distribution points. I mean, there's some areas that are very powerboat heavy where we wouldn't put spin sheet and there's some, you know, sailing clubs where we wouldn't put prop talk. And... you know, if we go to the liquor store that's near the marina, we probably have both of them. Right,
1: port book. I mean, what is that? I mean, you, I know you said that you had acquired that, mm-hmm. and that's a. Um...
2: It's a it's a marine services guide. We actually have a port book in Annapolis, and we have one in Newport, Rhode Island, which is sort of the only thing that we do that's not on the Chesapeake Bay. Okay, um, and that's because when we purchased it, it had a, that they had a Newport, Rhode Island one. Um, the Annapolis port book story is fun. The faucet boat supplies used to be at City Dock mm-hmm. downtown. And there was a woman who worked there who was meeting a friend at McGarvey's for lunch. And she was 10 minutes late to lunch to meet Sandy Squire, who ended up starting Portbook. And she said, I'm so sorry I'm so late, but if I had a dollar for every time I had to draw a map for a sailor who's come into town of how to get somewhere and where they can do their laundry and where they can buy their groceries, and Sandy said, wow, we should just make a book or something. And they did. And so Portbook has fold-out maps of Annapolis of all the, you know, where you can bring a dinghy into the dock, where you can get your laundry done, who does bottom painting, who will fix your rig while you're in town. It's got taxi cab information. It's got restaurant information. So it's basically a local marine services guide for Annapolis and the eastern shore. So it goes this.
1: The brilliant yeah, idea
2: started at McGarvey's? Started at McGarvey's by somebody from Fawcett's.
1: You know you know who, um, what, the brilliant idea started at McGarvey's?
2: What's that?
1: Uh, Senator John Astle. Oh yeah. his his career. He was there he was there drinking and somebody said, Hey, you know you ought to run for her. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, McGarvey's is a good place. We've ended a lot of um, – I played hockey at Navy in their adult league, and we would go to McGarvey's after the hockey games. It's, oh,
1: with you – know, We
2: like McGarvey's.
1: Without with a doubt. And yeah. they've, got, they've got some of the best burgers in town. Yeah.
2: They, and they the best really bartenders, do. some of them. Yeah.
1: They do. And I'm so glad – you mentioned Market House. I'm so glad that it's open again.
2: Oh, it's terrific. It's, it's such a good resource. And it's a good resource for visiting boaters. And they're trying to have – we've talked to them, actually, about making sure – They have some of the things that boaters need. Provisionings. Yeah. And the harbormaster gives port book to visiting boaters so that if a visiting boater comes to town and goes, you know, "Ah, I got a problem with my prop, here you go, port book. They've got three different prop guys listed in here. You know, that's that's, – it's to make it easier. Right. Yeah.
1: You've grown from okay. So you said initially it was you and Dave that had started this, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that when you started it, it was you and Dave hustling out on the street.
2: Everything, yeah.
1: You know, running to the bank, making sure the check cleared the bank, and then running to the printer to make sure that the printer had. And yeah. now
2: driving the distribution. Uh-huh. Dave did the writing. I sold the ads. Yeah. We roped my mom in very early. She became a distribution driver just a couple of months after we started. My, <laughs>
1: distribution was, driver. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. code for a wombat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, now now she's copy editor. Manages our distribution. Manages of our classifieds. Well,
1: how, how how big have you have you grown now at this point? I are mean, you, 13 got, of us now. What's
2: that? We have 13 people now. 13 full-time. people here, and, and then we have 25 freelance writers that write articles for us. Mm-hmm. We have seven or eight distribution drivers okay. uh, who drive the magazines all over the bay for us. Uh, we've got some photographers mm-hmm. who are really talented, and the, you know, then we have lots of friends of the program.
1: Right. When do they come out? Well, um... And when, when does somebody expect to see a new issue?
2: Sure. We also have Fish Talk magazine, which we started oh. um, two years ago. And Lenny Ruda is our editor of that. And he actually came to us and said, I want to make a magazine. He'd been writing for us for Prop Talk for years. And he said, I want to make a fishing magazine. And you guys know how to do this. You want to partner up. And we, we didn't... I mean, I met with him. I hadn't gotten out of the parking lot before I'd made my first call, which was to my husband, to say, uh... Okay, if we do this, and second call back to the office, and by the time I was back here, we had thumbs up all the way around. So, fish talk comes out the third week of the month. No,
1: is that is that seasonal, or is that year it's, round?
2: It's year round too. Um, there are a lot of print publications out there that have gone, you know, six times a year, ten times a year. We find that our readers read all year round, and in the wintertime, they're doing less boating, so they have more time to read. We we distribute a little bit fewer in the winter just because we're distributed for free, and people find us when they're going to their boat. Sure. But, yeah, so that... Um, in, in the wintertime, we talk about the different fishing you can do in the winter or getting ready for the, the spring trophy season. Yeah, so that comes out the third week of the month. Spin sheet comes out the first of the month. And prop talk comes out the 15th of the month. So okay. we've got three three weeks of the month we have a new issue so coming you got, out. So
1: you've got, a, got a, a, a continual deadline.
2: We do. We do. And then we throw in port book and start sailing now and crew parties between your spare time boat shows yeah
1: (laughs) yeah and you guys are also a big face at the boat shows whether it be the fall or the spring and annapolis Mm -hmm. does have the power boat in the physio boat show in the fall in october and then the spring boat show rolls into annapolis in april and and they also have a boat show over in kent island over at uh, the bay bridge marina yes and i'm sure you're there too we are yeah,
2: yeah, we have both said all of them.
1: Is, is that good for you?
2: You know, it, it, we love the boat shows. It's a ton of fun because it's, it's when we get to connect with all of our readers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can always stop in here anytime and see us. But, you know, that happens if someone happens to be an eSport. But most of our readers go to the boat shows. They stop and chat with us. They share story ideas with us, which is invaluable. You know, if we don't know about it, we can't write about it. Sure. So, yeah.
1: What's the future look like? What you, are you uh, doing... Airplane talk next? Or,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> we laugh all the time um, about what what are you know what we'll do with that fourth week of month. I think I think we're we, there's a new rule at my house. It came into being about a year and a half ago that we're not um, starting or buying any businesses without giving one up. And I really like all the ones we have, so we're not uh, we're not starting anything new in the n- near future. We are within each. Um, area, we're offering more and more things. You know, we're we're doing a little bit more with video. We obviously have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and our websites and we're um we have a I guess a division of our company called SPF three sixty, and we offer marketing services to our customers. And so we're doing a lot more of that. Just many of our many of the companies we work with aren't big enough to have their own marketing department. So we're helping them with collateral, helping them with the, doing um, their outreach to their customers, helping them with writing content, that kind of thing.
1: SPF, is that a sun protection factor or a spin prop and fish?
2: <laughs> or sailing powerboats and fishing. It yeah. really, um, you <laughs> it know, we, we planned that in 1995, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then it's fun because of the SPF you know sun protection factor and 360 360 degrees so we got you covered
1: you're here in Eastport. you've been here almost from the beginning
2: yeah we started in um we had one computer at my house one computer at dave's house and we would go back and forth with member floppy disks?
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, I, um, I think i've got a coaster that i use
2: exactly um to put it all together. and But we moved into, we were originally over, um, I don't know if you remember Patton's Pub, but Patton's Pub became the Boatyard Bar and Grill. Yep. We were at that end of 4th Street. And then in 2001, we moved over to this end. We're on the back side. We, we needed um, more space to fit our team. So we've been in these offices for 18 years.
1: You guys are the salt of the bay if you will yeah. I mean you I mean you' you've, you're you're not a transplant I, I'm a transplant no. I've only been here 20 years I mean you're born born and raised here yeah uh, born and raised in these waters you know Dave who is the co-founder is as as well yeah. I know that you know your husband is an avid sailor
2: he's um, a transplant
1: yeah well, yeah we well, imported him he, re- he yeah. redeemed himself when he jumped in and saved that person in the – or when he when he did the CPR for that person that had a heart attack on city though. he's uh, yeah yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Well, he's uh, a keeper.
1: We'll, get, we'll, yeah, give, we like we'll give we'll give him credit there. That's the thing that's really beautiful about this is that it is spin sheet prop talk fishtail fishtails. I want to say fishtails.
2: Maybe we should have named it fishtails. now. you, need, our, to, you fisht- need to
1: develop, you need to develop a kids like program or something. Fishtails
2: like was already taken, so okay. fish talk. Yep.
1: That's it. <laughs> yep. and, yeah, yeah. Um, and but I mean, you're you're the real deal. That's that's the, that's the beauty of it that I've I've seen. Um, I do read spin sheet. I'm not a sailor. Um, I a reform power boater. yeah and I you know I realized that other people's boats were a lot more appeal- appealing to me
2: we uh, you know we're big believers in OPB. Yeah. <laughs> you know it, it's it's funny that you bring up the you know whether you're born and raised here or a transplant I'm a big believer that the important thing is that you're part of the community and part of the culture and part of and that you're an a real boater. Some of the people on our team have lived in an, in this area for five years. They came from somewhere else, but they boat all the time. Some of us, I mean, have been here forever. My my dad was raised on the Severn River, but every single person in my office is a boater, whether they fish or cruise their power boat or their kayaker. And we got some stand up paddleboard yoga right. people in here, you know, sailors. But we think it's really important that we we all do this. It is the real deal. But I am. Um, I don't like to make the distinction between whether somebody's been here forever or not. I think it's important that, that Spin Sheet has been here for 20-something years, and we have a lot of history. Like, we we know what's going on on the Bay. As you said, we're a little bit of an encyclopedia at this point. People call all the time, and they come call with some random questions. But we usually know who to ask to get the answer. Right. Because we're not, you know, some of us have been here for 50-something years. Everybody's really entrenched, and, and we want to see it. Be better, and I—I I mean, well, I'm really fortunate. I work with a really great team of people, but we count on the wall how many days we're out on the water.
1: And and I've got to give you props too. A couple of years ago, you guys had the most outstanding April Fool's Day joke, <laughs> uh, where and it was on your Facebook page, I believe, that you threw out that uh, Taylor Swift was in town looking to purchase a home. Yeah, and uh, the world went crazy.
2: They did, and, and it's great. My aunt and uncle actually live right next door, right near. They can see the property that was for sale. Like if they walk down to the water where uh-huh. they live, they can see that property. And um, my cousin in New York was taken in by it and called. She's like, "You need to, you know, check about this." And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, April Fools." It,
1: it it was it was very funny. I think I think the way you got caught up on that is that one of the internet sleuths, because there are zillions of them, discovered that the shadow of her outside of was resales was. <laughs> Not quite in line with the time that the picture was reportedly taken. You know yeah. he was like, no, the shadow would have been deflected this way, and it was like, but it was a, it was a great, it was a it was one of the best one of the best ones. So yeah, it
2: was a ton of fun.
1: Kudos to prop talk and spin sheet and fish talk. Yeah, got it right.
2: There you go, fish <laughs> talk. Yeah. I
1: did well. Congratulations on twenty four years. You do anything special for your twenty fifth?
2: You know, I, we we haven't even talked about that at all because we've been so busy with getting fish talk established and all that and um, we had a lot of fun with our 21st when spin sheet became legal drinking age and you guys you know,
1: didn't drink underage did
2: you oh <laughs> spin sheet did no, no but prop talk will also be turning 15 that year so uh you know we'll do something it's 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 kind of fun when you have five publications going. There's always something to celebrate.
1: Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And uh, Mary Ewenson, congratulations on a incredible and continuing career with your publications that are really the, uh, the 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 bible and the guide for anybody that's out on the water in the Chesapeake Bay, um, Thank you. Virginia to Virginia to yeah. I guess Delaware
2: to Delaware. Yeah, exactly. Um, and anybody who comes to visit,
1: absolutely. And make sure you check them out if you're at the boat shows. Uh, look for them. They you always have a big booth there and smiling faces. Usually you have some refreshments. I believe we too. do.
2: We do. We all well. We always have free water. We always have snacks, and there's always something under the table for anybody who needs something.
0: <laughs> it's the best way to be. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for Ion Annapolis. Please be sure to visit ionanapolis dot net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the I Am Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes
2: or Google Play.